The following is a fourth hand production. Life is like a hurricane in planet Earth. Diseases, government, aeroplanes, it's a conspiracy. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Chemtrails. Every day that I've been making chemtrails. Chemtrails. Above. Poison. Hysteria 51. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Hand and John Goforth. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to another edition of Hysteria 51, the podcast you aren't mad at, just really disappointed in. I'm your tour guide. It's on like this. we're surrounded by our parents. <laughs> that was the joke. It's not funny when you I point out the I gotta step on joke. your fucking jokes, John. I'm your tour guide on this three-hour tour. John, go forth with me as my co-captain. You just heard from him, Brent Wade Hand. Brent, mm. I normally kind of make up a middle name for you. Today, I, I went with the real one. Wade really is your middle name. I, I, I'd like to point out that both you and Dwayne Wade mm. live in Chicago. He's an all-star basketball player. You've... Well, you've seen a basketball game. Uh, it um, checks out. It's my true. question, can you get me Bulls tickets? Uh, in a word, no, because I hate the Bulls. Did you have Thanksgiving dinner with Dwayne Wade? Not this year. Okay. Let's put All it, right. let's leave it at that. We'll leave it there. All right. <laughs> also with us tonight is the second most talented robot on this podcast, Conspiracy Bot. Woo! Second. I'm the only robot on this shitbag you call a show. I'm just saying Brent's 10-year-old desktop he's working on over there could probably give you a run for your money. Hey, 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 that's a 10-year-old hand-me-down desktop. (laughs) (laughs) Don't search it up. Come on now. (laughs) And Brent's dog is better behind a mic than you, but do you hear me complain? (laughs) He's such a diva. Uh, Why did you program him that way? And I'm better behind a Stacy also. (laughs) All right, look, motherfucker, you bring my wife into this. I will drop kick you into next week. Uh, anyway, one more member of the show tonight. First time guest, Mark Frushauer. Mark is a Detroit native and an avid entomologist. I, I say entomologist just because there's bugs around a lot when he's around. So I'm assuming so. So he's staring at him and itching. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Mark, thanks for joining the show. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. And you are absolutely right. I, I don't bathe. Uh, it's what I do. Don't judge me. Sorry. But you're free and you brought your own booze. Yeah. So uh, so you're welcome back anytime. Yeah. You're already better than half of our guests. Well, the smell comes with the, uh, the whole package. <laughs> In fact, we're probably going to just uh, edit Joe Peck out of all our old ones and just have you redub re- <laughs> <laughs> him. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, all right. Before we get into tonight's topic, chemtrails, uh, let's talk what we're drinking. You say it's a lexicon of libations. We call it a bulletin of booze. Either way, we're all getting pissed. Here's this week's Spirit Selections. Well, I went with 
Bud Light this evening. And I got to tell you, it's delicious, but I got tall boys tonight. Not the, not, I got a 16 ounce ounce can. So I'm living the tall. It's like literally so you could be even lazier. Yeah. Because (laughs) now I've got a six pack of this to get me through the show as opposed to the 24 pack, uh, that I usually, no, no. I'm not sure that math checks out. No, because if I only, if I limit myself to six, I can make more sense by the end of the show. You'll only drink three of mine. And then I can go upstairs and say, baby, I only had six. I only had six. <laughs> of my own. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised that you would consider yourself able to get drunk off of Bud Light. <laughs> well, that's, but, that yeah. is true. You know what? It's hard to get drunk, easy to get a hangover. And yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's a smooth sipper for yeah, sure. But it'll yeah. bite you in the ass in the morning. Hmm. Cheers to that. Ass bite. That was John's nickname in uh, culinary You're school. You're searching if for I remember. it. It was culinary, wasn't Cul- it? Cul- yes. Culinary school. <laughs> yes, yes. And his nickname was ass bite. Was it related to something culinary or was it related to more your ass No, it, it, it was related to the fact that he bites men on the ass. Oh, um, right. There's not really a joke really there. It's factual. No, yeah. It's just he was at. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. You ladies done? <laughs> all right, all right, can I move on? Hey, whatever floats your boat, ass bite. I am drinking... Uh, it's a little early in the day, uh, a little earlier than we normally record, so I I wanted to drink an early drink. We were we were up early because of the inauguration yesterday. We were perched at our windows with our weapons drawn. <laughs> <laughs> Dark, <laughs> just, just waiting for the ensuing bedlam. Yeah. <laughs> Though it's funny, on our way here uh, on the train, there were a ton of women. Uh, you're like, wow, why are there so many women on the train? They're all going down to the... Uh, you were on the train. They knew you were going to be on the train. What like, are all these men allowing their women out of the house like this? Yeah. This is horse shit. Maybe that's, that's the kind of jokes you made on the train, right? Like, Don't you have a dish to be cleaning? Yeah, exactly. Isn't there a meal to be cooked? As they're on their way to uh, protest. Were any of them topless and painted? Because uh, I mean, it is like... On 60- the train or where we came from? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, that's a choose-your-own-adventure question. That's all not true, honey. If you're listening, I didn't do any of that. And uh, we simply made our way out to Berwyn straight away. Yeah, it was a very uneventful. Uh, and you keep your rampant misogynism. Uh, just you keep it off the train, typically. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. nice of you. Actually, uh, the, these all these women were on the way down to the Women March yeah, uh, sure. protesting the inauguration of uh, now President Trump. Mm. And uh, rolls, rolls right off the that rolls right off the tongue, yeah. <laughs> just as we had always imagined it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> the, though the Simpsons did. Yeah, like yeah, you know like, who else like, called it? Kurt Cobain was like, what? you know, yeah, I saw an interview. Kurt Cobain, like the nineties, like you know who really needs to be president? Someone like Donald Trump to really shake up the system. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, like and the, Nirvana fans. Yeah, at the time. and yeah. now Nirvana fans now are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> happened because you know well you know guys who are big nirvana fans then are probably just you know wealthy creative directors yeah at, you know some agency they all they all live in uh the suburbs i don't know where i was going with that yeah <laughs> you're right yeah, exactly they, they live in they're like Fuck it. I, I voted for trump that was a good idea kurt cobain thank you <laughs> so i mentioned in early morning or, or early afternoon we went on range. a trump diatribe i apologize uh, yeah. angry orchard cider yeah it's a it's it's if you gotta crack morning. one open at 10 it might as well be sweet yes that's uh words to live by I, that's why i've dumped two packs of uh splenda into my bud light 
I was wondering what you're doing over there. <laughs> Fresh hour, what are you drinking? Gosh, you know, I really enjoy beverages. I like to keep myself hydrated. Uh, I think it's it's probably, if there's one takeaway from me guesting on the show, it's that folks stay hydrated. Helps your skin look beautiful. Uh, but I'm drinking You do have beautiful skin. Thank, uh, thank you very mm-hmm. much. You can... Uh, Touch it for a couple bucks. Uh, so Topo Chico mineral water, guys, it's delicious. I'm a big fan. Topo Chico. Uh, it's just kind of like San Pellegrino. I've also got the Aquafina, which is my favorite bottled water. It's mm. great. And an Angry Orchard as well. It's sweet and delicious. Yeah, you, like you're, you guys. you're a, he's a double threat here. I guess he a triple threat. Yeah. Two waters and a beer yeah. all I've going at the same time. Up, just in case. Yeah, well. We aren't taking a break on this episode. We're just going to see how long he can go. We're going to power through. Yeah. Conspiracy bot, what are you having over there? In celebration of today's topic, I am drinking jet fuel with some barium and a splash of Alizé. You know, I was with you on that entire thing until you threw in the Alizé and you lost me. <laughs> and where exactly do you requisition jet fuel? I'm buddies with an old ENIAC computer at the Department of Defense. He can get me whatever the hell I want. Oversight is a hell of a thing. <laughs> right. He's got some ins. Yeah. This was destined for Air Force One until I got a hold of it. <laughs> sipping it slow. If hey. you're friends with somebody at the Department of Defense or a computer at the Department of Defense, why haven't you gotten into their files and helped us with this fucking show? John, who says he hasn't? Well, the quality and content on this show says Why that. do you think I always act so sure when I tell you you're wrong and I'm right? Because <laughs> you're an Go asshole? Go back and listen to these other episodes with a clear mind now. Ooh. 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 It's, like, um, it's like you were dead the whole time. <laughs> What's that at the door? <laughs> oh, it's just the government. <laughs> Guys, I was going to say assume that the conspiracy right. bot at the end of the season, it's just all a dream in his head. Yeah, this entire podcast. This, the end of this is just like the end of Charles in Charge yeah. or, uh, or Charles, Newhart. Dynasty. Oh, you, notice, you notice I went Charles in Charge <laughs> yeah. before Newhart? It's all just Wait, a was dream. it Dynasty? Uh, uh, Dallas, the season was a dream. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It was before my time. God. Yeah, it was like a, a, a frequent trope in 80s yeah. shows. Yeah. Actually, like. conspiracy bot. We gotta, did something like that, didn't it? No, yeah, the last season was a dream because the guy had died. Conspiracy Dot, can we get a little taste? Just a, just a little taste of Charles in Charge. The new boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and it's understood. He's there just to take good care of me. Like he's one of the family. Charles in Charge of our days. And our nights. Did you get <laughs> Did you get that from ENIAC as well? No, I got that from Brent's iPod. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right he did. All right. All right, boys, before we get into tonight's topic, I want to hit you with Hysteria Hype. Each week, we delve into our weird headspace, open up the drawer marked Freaky Sh**, and pull out a mysterious morsel you just have to try. It's time for Hysteria Hype. What I should have got you, and we could pass it around the room for whoever's doing this area hype, is a big clock on a on a chain. Be like Flavor Flav, the hype man. So anytime you're throwing the hype, you can have the clock around your neck. Riot Fest two years ago, three years ago, uh, saw Public Enemy. Oh yeah, I so mean, you was, and it, you and Flavor Flav go way back. But you're thinking we, of uh, "Don't Believe the Hype," the Public Enemy song. Yeah, that should play. Don't believe the hype. Thanks, Conspiracy Bot. Yeah, but no, I saw him live. Uh, Flavor Flav actually had the old school clock on. I mean, just like they they did a set they would have done in like 1989. As well, they should. You know, I hate the ones that 
that are even the Beastie Boys got bad about like we don't play any of our old stuff like but I want to see your old shit. Uh, that's Radiohead. Yeah, well, we don't do creep. We don't play it's, creep. Oh, so you're a no hit wonder is what you're saying. <laughs> Gotcha. Man. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. You realize clearly, that like half our listeners are Radiohead fans? I was going to say, clearly I was like, you didn't pin me for like a giant Radiohead fan as soon as I walked in. Like, for fuck's sake. You're like, look at this asshole. Oh, cool. You're wearing the Canadian tuxedo. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you live in Logan Square? No shit, buddy. So. <laughs> He anyway. likes songs that don't have endings. No, yeah. Well. Yeah, well, uh, I enjoy smoking weed. Attention world, like, <laughs> you know? Like, and guess what? He's a liberal, too. Also no. not shocking. All right, boys, I want to talk about a movie that, by the time this airs, will have been out in a few weeks. So many of you listening might already know the 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 spoiler, but I'm not going to give it to you in case you don't. I went and saw... Two Girls, One Cup, Two? <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w- I saw Split last night. It's the new M. Night Shyamalan flick. Shyamalan-a-ding-dong. I prefer to say that, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's his new movie, and I wasn't expecting much. If you have followed his career, it's, it's um, much like Macaulay Culkin's career. It, it started out so high, it only had down to go. And then he got finger-banged by Michael Jackson at some point in time? Is that what we're getting <laughs> yes, at? Yes, that's exactly where I was going and with that. And my butt's filled. Um. <laughs> If you aren't familiar with uh, Shyamalan, uh, I, where have you been for the last 20 years? But if you aren't, he's the dude that does really cool movies, but with like these crazy twist endings that you weren't expecting. I see dead people. Mm. Remember that? The Sixth mm. Sense? Yeah. So in this one, James McAvoy, who played Professor Xavier, the young Professor Xavier in the new X-Men flicks. I never knew he was that good of an actor. Holy I sure shit. didn't from watching the X-Men flicks. Hey, I liked I liked First Class. You, yeah. See, so Brent's a purist when it comes to comics, and if it doesn't as, go along... As typical comic collectors would be. I mean, if, it, if it doesn't go along with the way it should go in his head, yeah, he's fucking furious. You could take liberties with stuff. I just didn't think he was... I, I don't know. I don't know what Marvel... One side of Marvel is great. The whole Sony side of Marvel is a clusterfuck to me. I think you should give credit where credit's due. I don't think if those X-Men movies come out and do as well as they do that we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we have today. No. It's a, uh, a bold stance. No. If Blade hadn't came out and did as good as it did, we wouldn't have had the X-Men movies. That's where it started. No. Blade begat Underworld. Thank you. Blade begot the entire Marvel Universe and it was rated R. It's the, it's the jumping off point. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Anyway, James Mac. the point is James McAvoy is awesome in this flick. He, uh, he plays a guy with, uh, something they call a disassociative identity disorder. It used to be called, mer- what well, I thought it was called multiple, multiple personality yeah. disorder. Or if you were John Goforth's mom and dad, it was called John's having one of his episodes. <laughs> it's also true and fair. Uh, McAvoy's character has 23 personalities. The basic premise, uh, is twofold. One, he kidnaps three teenage girls hmm. and he's preparing them, uh, for the quote, Coming of the Beast. Oh, I thought you were going to say The Quickening, but... <laughs> Different movie. Yeah. It's his dramatic way of saying uh, his 24th personality that sure. hasn't come out yet. Don't worry, that's not a spoiler, I promise. The other theme in the movie focuses but on... But this is... <laughs> <laughs> He's dead the whole time! Oh! Uh, the other theme of the movie focuses on his disorder, the DID, um, and his relationship with his shrink. Basically, she posits that, that folks with DID might not be disturbed at all, but more advanced than us, meaning they, they, they just, they, they're further along maybe on the evolutionary it's food funny. chain. Does he have 23 because he has 23 chromosomes? Is it something to do with that? No. I didn't know it if that could be. number I don't, I don't know. I didn't know if the number mattered. No, it, it, they didn't bring that up. 
that chapter hasn't yet been written in the history of Split, uh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, so you never know. It's going to end up, how many did you, Oscars is did it Did you on? stay right. till after the credits? An individual with multiple personalities can change their body chemistry with their thoughts. So, right, she's saying that because he's got multiple personalities, that as an example she uses in the movie, someone that was blind but develops multiple personalities, they develop a new personality that can see. All of a sudden, the photoreceptors or whatever they, they're called uh, regenerate inside their head, and that personality can now see. Wow. Or someone who doesn't have um, diabetes, uh, they develop a personality that that has it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this personality's hink, and I really like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things I've learned to do is uh, laugh at people with type 2 adult onset diabetes. And she ought to be, ought to be laughing at people with type 2 adult onset diabetes every 15 or 20 minutes. I went to see a doctor. And I think the most important thing he said to me was, Wilford, I'm going to give you diabetes. Diabetes. Yes, diabetes. They develop a personality that has it. All of a sudden they need insulin when they're that personality. And so anyway, it's a complicated starfish, essentially. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really interesting stuff. And and that's the other side of the movie. I'm not going to get into what happens at the end because the twist. I was hoping you would. This is back to awesome Shyamalan. This twist is amazing. It's Back to when he was at the peak of his game. I couldn't recommend it enough. He's done awful things to people and he'll do awful things to you. I give it five out of five personalities. Oh. Oh, I get it because of the uh, multiple personalities. See what you did there. Thank you. Clever. Very clever. Kim Trails. (laughs) (laughs) You boys ready? We got a doozy here. So, John, why don't you give us a little Reader's Digest breakdown on the absolute factual history and story of chemtrails and how they're affecting us to this day. I pulled this out of a textbook. So this is all facts, right? This is all real. Obviously. Right, right, right. obviously. Uh, textbooks that he found online, which is makes it even more rock solid. <laughs> Actually, uh, I do. I, this did, I did take this online. Uh, take this from online. HowStuffWorks.com. Fake news. Actually, I really do like how stuff works. It, it is a it's a, it's a fun website. Yeah. So how stuff works, go there, check it out. You can find everything from Kim trails to tying a tie to, you know, rotary engines, anything you want. They got something right making there. a podcast. Yep. There yep. you go. It's just that easy, folks. <laughs> uh, so the trail we're on step three right now. <laughs> we, we have a lot of steps to go. Yeah. yeah. The trail of clouds that billow from uh, an airplane streaking across the sky can be mesmerizing for children and adults alike. I, God knows I've lost countless hours just staring just up, staring at mostly at the sun, which is probably why I have to wear glasses. But yeah, jets too. Jet, that's because you think that beans live inside the sun. Um, uh, In, on, and around. Oh, okay. Kind of like the warts in your genitals. No, what? The skin <laughs> it's made of my genitals? No, I said in, on, and around, kind of like the warts in your genitals. I, I was not probed like Barney and Betty Hill. <laughs> oh, Benny, Benny Hill. Like, Barney and Benny. <laughs> Every time you say Barney that, he does that. The yeah. music. Yakety sax. So good. Every time you say that, he does that. <laughs> uh, it's one of the best TV shows of all time. What? When he says, when he says, uh, Benny Hill. But it was, but it wasn't. It was Barney and Betty Hill. 
who were abducted by aliens. If you'd been here for last the last two weeks, you would know that. Or if you'd listened to the episode that we haven't even published yet, what the hell? (laughs) So I got the special Patreon edition. You are, (laughs) yeah, that's right. Yeah, sign up for our Patreon. Maybe we'll release them early. Who knows? Oh, I'll release early. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can. That's a Patreon, too. Absolutely. Anyway, jet engine traffic has become so common that it's not unusual to see several lingering streaks in the afternoon. And although uh, many consider the streaks beautiful against a bright blue sky, others are alarmed about them. Uh, Concerns range from the idea that these streaks could exacerbate global warming to more elaborate theories that the government has secretly been dumping harmful substances on the land. Blade flew over my house, now my son's gay. <laughs> Literally is one of the, the complaints. I digress. Keep Thanks, going. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> nice parting gift, jackass. Yeah, right. <laughs> Before we get into the various theories about the possible harmful side effects, let's discuss the scientific explanation for these streaks. Jet engines spew out very hot air, and because water vapor is one of the byproducts of the exhaust, the air is also very humid. However, in in the high atmosphere where these jets fly, the air is typically very, very cold, often lower than negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So additionally, the atmosphere up there is often of low vapor pressure, or the force exerted by a gas on the surrounding environment. This is so, not incredibly complicated, right? Like, it seems it's the science behind it is like, you just read it. That's what it is. Yeah. It's really cold. You're shooting out really hot steam that's also wet, and it causes, say it with me now, condensation. Wait, and, when, it's, and, when, it's, when it's like zero degrees here in Chicago and those cars and buses are, are spewing out right. big clouds of white stuff? Remember when it was- Planes the, when, also do that? Remember what? last year when it was negative 50? My wife and I were literally those schmucks that we boiled a pot of water, and I stuck it out the window and threw it, and it froze. On the way down, you know, and turns to, to zero percent surprised. Yeah, but yeah. awesome. Also, breaks down to seven fing- fingers, but it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? It took three tries and, and getting a this. new dog, but we did it. Hold my beer, watch dog. this. <laughs> You're gonna miss him, but it Boy, happens. I've, I've heard that joke more than once about Trump's inauguration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold my beer. Uh, uh, I, I like the word. word. You'll never elect him, America. Hold my beer. I saw one where it showed. Uh, I've seen two of them. One was George Bush and said, "Worst, I'm the worst president ever. And he said, hold my beer. And one was Jimmy Carter. I'm the worst president ever. And he's like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> did you see, did you see W? I love W now. We got I, the thing fumbling with, yeah, his, with uh, the poncho. It went in his face. Yeah. Yeah. But well, he was loving it too. He's yeah. Like poor guy. about yeah. it. Chuckling. Like, he went home. He's like, I'm going to paint about this. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I wish he had a Twitter. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet. Like I'm gonna put a twat. And out maybe there. he does. Maybe there's an official George W. Bush. I don't know. But I'm talking about like he, every now and then he, something you comes wish to mind. He had he just one of those it. fucking stream of conscious machines. Yes, and that's what you want. This yes. persona that everyone puts on from like the Onion has had this long running thing with Joe Biden, right? And like every you know, I was like yes. this burnout from the Uncle 80s. Joe. Right, right, right. I feel like W is really that. Like, <laughs> oh, I actually is living that life. Uncle Joe spent the afternoon wash- shirtless watching his Trans Am in the White House parking lot. So good. There was a story yesterday about him uh, cleaning up the vice presidential residence, and he's got like taking down his black light poster, rat and crew onto the wall. (laughs) Man, I don't know how I'm going to get rid of that. (laughs) Called his buddies like Scuzz and Poncho to come over to help him move out. Oh, guy was great. So good. Now, and I love the um, the gifs that the latest one was him throwing his uh, his scarf around his neck. (laughs) It's like, uh, hey Joe, uh, they're about to announce president. President Trump, 
no, he goes, nah, fuck this. And it, then it shows him over and over again, just uh, throwing the, putting his sunglasses on and throwing his scarf around his neck. It's we've going with that whole zeitgeist sure. uh, personality that they've sure. created for mm-hmm. him. Hilarious. Yeah. I can see where you There was a good that. one with Bernie and a, a folding <laughs> chair, like some WWE action yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Back to chemtrails. So when a jet engine spewing out hot, humid air into the atmosphere that's cold and and uh, and has low vapor pressure, the result is condensation. Uh, the water vapor coming out of the engine quickly condenses into water droplets and then crystallizes into ice. The ice crystals are the clouds that form behind the engine. This is why the streaks are called contrails. Short for condensation trails, not chemtrails. Uh, <laughs> to help explain, scientists liken it to the bre- your breath on cold days. You may have noticed that puffs of breath dissipate quickly on drier days. The same is true of contrails. When the atmosphere is more humid, the, the contrails linger, and, and when it's more dry, the, they disappear quickly. Okay, so all makes sense. But as author and airline pilot Patrick Smith tells readers, the contrails consist of not just ice crystals and water vapor, but also other byproducts of engine exhaust. These include carbon dioxide, nitrogen oxide, sulfate particles, and soot. Some people point out that these, in addition to extra cloud cover, can have negative environmental effects, which is true. NASA came out and said the same thing. You know, if, if you have enough of something holding in heat, you can start to create greenhouse problems. Sure. Uh, but conspiracy theorists have named them chemtrails under the suspicion that the government is taking advantage of the scientific phenomenon to secretly release other substances into the atmosphere. The problem with this whole thing is that no one trusts the government. You, me, anyone. You shouldn't trust the government explicitly. And so the sad thing is. Now, I trust my empire. I don't trust my government. Oh, got it. You know, I, I like it when one lone figure uh, has my life plotted for me, you know. So you're oh, happy. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, here we go. We are great. No, no. Um, four more years. Four more. Yeah. Great for eight. Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, it's got to be conspiracy because no one trusts anyone these days. Like, you, you look up in the sky. It's just like the... The people thousands of years ago look up and maybe saw UFOs and they tried to explain it as to what they can. Now we're looking up and we see contrails and people don't understand them or or they explicitly hate the government. So they automatically go, I imagine that's just here but the to difference help is, destroy us. The difference is a lot of the other stuff that people looked up in the sky and didn't know what it was. So they made assumptions was like in the, I don't know, 1500s or something. People started talking about chemtrails in 96. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had science back then. I know it was well, 20 years ago. It was that weird but... 90s science, and that's 21 years ago so, now, I'll think. To be yeah. fair, there's, it's, it's plausible in a sense because the government has, and the government has admitted, and other governments around the world have done these things too, has actually tested on people and, you know, done some cr- pretty horrible LSD shit. tests yeah, and or even the like weird shit that they, they, they inject people with uh, sexually transmitted diseases and this kind of thing mm-hmm. and doing, and, and so, you know, the idea that they might be somehow seeding some kind of thing into the, like, well, and they do cloud for, seeding. Yeah, cloud seeding right. is a thing. Cloud seeding where they, they've dropped particles to try to, to, to promote condensation to, to cause rain or snow, things like that. Look at the fucking cloud seeding that China was doing before the, was it the Beijing yeah, Olympics right? exactly. that was causing it to like snow on weird times and shit because they were trying to make it so you wouldn't die no, from the they, fucking they want, shit they in their air. They called it cloud seeding. The rest of us call it pollution. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, the, 
these are those, these, these are big magnificent clouds. That clouds are supposed no, to be no, no, yellow small. and and yeah. they hurt if you run into them. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's a giant sky rock, son. <laughs> you you brought up the fact that it kind of started in '96. So let's get into the history. Kim Trill conspiracy theorists began to circulate that the United States Air Force published a 1996 report about weather modification. Weather. It sounds like Cobra Commander. My weather dominator! <laughs> you know, like you just... Following the report in the late 90s, the United States Air Force was accused of spraying the U.S. population with mysterious substances from aircraft, generating unusual contrail patterns. The reason that I think a lot of people call them unusual is because they look and they see one plane goes through the sky and the contrail disappears. Another plane goes through the sky and the contrail is there for hours, but you're not realizing that they're also maybe thousands and tens of thousands of feet difference. This is and why altimeters fucking matter. <laughs> I wonder how long a contrail uh, exists. In like, the hollow earth? Yeah. When that motherfucker was flying to the hollow earth and his altimeter wasn't working, I wonder how long those chemtrails <laughs> were there. You know, some motherfucker named Gulak, who's like a fucking alien, was looking up and be like, damn U.S. government spraying chemtrails on us. shit on us in the hollow earth here. <laughs> They're here. For our listeners who haven't heard our first episode, I'm a firm believer that you always need a reliable altimeter reading, if even if you're heading into the hollow earth. That's true. When you don't have reliable altimeter readings, shit goes haywire. As is evidenced here because people don't realize the altitude in which the planes are and they think why is that one disappearing right. and that one isn't so you got cats like richard fink and william thomas that were were posting all these things on internet forums back then in the 90s which you gotta imagine had beautiful clip art all over the fucking oh. web pages no no they it was a geocities they, page for yeah sure. yeah there was yeah it, it was like you went there and then you went to the space jam page you guys keep saying was most there, of the chemtrail websites yeah. still exist. Comic they still Sans, look like that. Papyrus. Yes. Yeah, yes. There might be a couple GIFs. <laughs> so you got Art Bell also, who, if you're not familiar with, was the the OG on Coast to Coast. So if you're listening to the show, not familiar with Art Bell. Yeah, you probably, you know, who knows? A lot of people aren't because a lot of people know George Nori from Coast to no, Coast. No, that's true. I'm a George Nori stan. Uh, he's from Dearborn. So I, you know what, George Nori, I feel like, um, he's got his own thing. I'm an, I'm an art bell man as far as coast to coast goes. Is Somewhere in still, I know he was yeah, he's got his, uh, he's got his own website broadcast from the desert, you know, and, and he's from got the hot, was the high desert of Nevada. Yep. Yep. So good. He's, and, a big, he's a big Stanton Friedman guy, isn't he? Well, they both are as far as that goes, oh. as far as liking, you know, liking the, the old Friedman, the Friedman complex. No love in this room. As the chemtrail conspiracy spread, federal officials were flooded with angry calls and letters, as, you know, angry people tend to do with the government. Nothing gets, nothing hey, gets. Congressman, quit yeah. poisoning me. A multi-agency response attempting to dispel the rumors was published in 2000 by the EPA, the Federal Aviation Administration, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. Many chemtrail believers interpreted Agency fact sheets as further evidence of the existence of a government cover up, the EPA refreshed its postings in twenty fifteen, meaning you, they they doubled down and said, No, you're wrong. You're you're still wrong. Uh, I'd also like to point out another conspiracy. It's called Noah. Noah, who also built the ark. Because of the coming flood. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm, what's coming next? American That's called a government foreshadow. 
So in the early 2000s, the Air Force released an undated fact sheet that stated the conspiracy theories were a hoax, fueled apart by citations of a 1996 strategy paper drafted within their Air University titled Weather as a Force Multiplier. <laughs> so that, like, that sounds pretty serious. Weather as a force multiplier. Yeah, like, like what do you got on your on your side? We've got four Tomahawk cruise missiles. We've got <laughs> we've got six battalions weather. and the damn weather. I've got the weathernator. Yeah, the weather dominator. <laughs> and then Destro's going, "You fools!" <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, it says the Air University. So, like, some sophomore is like, "Hey, guys, we can control the world if we can control the weather." I'm going to write a paper about it. All of a sudden, because it came from Air University, right. like we've we've got this entire. Though it is weird that the government took the time and effort to address it. Actually, you know what? Let me tell you the entire title: Weather is a Force Multiplier. Owning the weather in 2025. So sweet. All right. Yeah. Well, it's good to set goals. <laughs> so this the whole paper was just a response to the military directive to outline a future strategy for weather modification systems for the purpose of maintaining the United States military dominance. So by 2025, to still be the dominant force, we needed to control the weather. Well, and that's why HARP exists. Ooh. Good point. So the Air Force further clarified in 2005. Just to put the, the ribbon on that one. Yeah. Good point. See? The weather. The Air Force clarified in 2005 that the paper does not reflect current military policy, practice, or capability. And then they, then they went. And they're like, did you just giggle to yourself? No. No. <laughs> so when and you got to see the comedy in that where they're like, well, we were shooting for 2025. We don't have that now. We're not modifying your weather now. That's something that we're going to try to do. Right, right. In the future. In the future. Not now. Why do you keep going up? I don't know. Hey, <laughs> did you notice that Trump's got small hands? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here, you yeah. looky loose. Yeah. How can we take the, the eye off everything? Uh, some dude, some dude's first day. I don't know, like Donald Trump. Uh oh, this guy's onto it. He's done awful things to people and he'll do awful things to you. I think we need to yeah, keep yeah. that drop in the, in your back pocket yeah. for the next, uh, uh four, I years. Fuck, four years. Yeah. I fucked up and not enough people voted for him. It's okay. Well, the electoral college is fine. We're good. We're good. <laughs> you, this must be your first time here. We uh, we've got it under control. <laughs> the real president is some dude in a fucking iron lung since 1913. <laughs> like, what do you want to no, do? It's, the real president. It's like Teddy crying. Roosevelt. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt's yeah, the solo he, president of the United he, States. He's in a jar, a la Futurama. Like, <laughs> yeah. I say it's like Krang from yeah. Ninja Turtles. Shredder, why haven't you completed my new body? Thanks, Conspiracy Bot. <laughs> so additionally, the United States Air Force states that Chemtrail hoax has been investigated or refuted by many established and accredited universities, scientific organizations, major media publications, Everyone Hysteria I'm 51 <laughs> podcast, Brent Hand for up to 15 minutes last night, and again this morning, it's exhausted. They've uh, looked into it. AKA the liberal media, all those things. Yeah, all sorry. those yeah. things, yep. So the conspiracy theories are seldom covered by the main... And, uh, I'm sorry, let me say that again. The lamestream media. Sorry and, to prove this, Chuck Motherfucking Norris came out with an article not 
not too long ago. Please no. Is is Chuck Norris a chemtrail truther? He is. Oh my god, he is. love it. He always comes through. <laughs> and even Alex Jones from InfoWars is sure. buying it. Uh, you know no, what? Alex, Alex Jones is clearly. Alex Jones is so fucking entertaining, though. Like, you've got, like, if you hate everything he says or you love everything he says, at least he's entertaining to watch because he's always two steps away from having a stroke. Absolutely. Some really fantastic video clips from the campaign. <laughs> he had his shirt off legit and yeah. he was just screaming, I'm a man! Like, all right, dude, chill. Like, like, like John when all the women were trying to get on the, the train today. <laughs> I'm a man. What are you doing? Now you're a man. A man, man, man. Now you're a man. A mountain, 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 man, man, man. You are now a man. You're a man. Now you're a man. Yesterday, uh, during the you know the, the 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 protests, the subsequent after the inauguration, they catch up with Alex Jones randomly reporting from the street, and or it might have been his his video clip, and a protester rolls up on him, uh, a gal, uh, and just started chanting. No, we, with we, him. we have sound from that. Ooh, fun! I'll be the mommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was well. So it was funny because she starts, you know, like what is she going to do? She she's going to walks up on Alex Jones, and it's his his shtick is being obviously an asshole to people like this, unfortunately. And at any rate, she's like, is there booze on your breath? And he, he didn't <laughs> deny it. So essentially, so Alex Jones, you know, and it tells the story pretty clearly. Like, obviously, he's, you know, got a little liquid courage in him. You gotta, you gotta think, like, on any given Saturday night, Alex Jones and Glenn Beck <laughs> And Glenn like, Beck's a hipster now. Well, but Alex Jones a, and Glenn Beck and Rachel Maddow all sit down to their weekly poker game and just giggle like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're all making lots it's of Alex money. Jones, Glenn Beck, uh, Rachel Maddow, and Destro. <laughs> These fools. Like there is she, nothing. Bah. There is nothing not scripted in the fucking media. I don't care what side you're on. It's terrible. Speaking of, let's hear Alex Jones give us a little on what chuck norris was saying in his article chuck norris takes on chemtrails martial arts legend talks about sky criminals waging war on our atmosphere and our health and the point is you can't stop the signal merle haggard prince chuck norris all of them all listeners of this show by the way all right so conspiracy theories are seldom covered by the <clears throat> lamestream media <laughs> I had to throw that in there. And when they are, they're usually cast as an example of anti-government paranoia. For example, in 2013, when it was made public that the CIA, NASA, and NOAA intended to provide funds to the National Academy of Sciences to conduct research into methods to counteract global warming and geoengineering, an article in the International Business Times anticipated that the idea of any government agency looking for ways to control or manipulate the weather will be met with scrutiny and fears of a malign conspiracy and mentioned chemtrail conspiracies as the example, that's uh, people that are inherently do not trust their government are looking for anything. I feel like you're going to say inherently dumb. And I agree. I, I, I'm I'm censoring myself here. Inherently anti-trustworthy or an, have antitrust in the government are looking for that. So anything that they can say and they got this this word that they don't really understand. 
pinging around in their brain, chemtrail, chemtrail, chemtrail. And right. then they hear words like geoengineering and I, they don't know what that means. I don't fucking know what it means. But I, I, I mean, also we, feel like there are a lot of relatively intelligent, intelligent people, educated yeah. people that still believe this. That's plausible. You can get into it from a number of different angles. So I saw, I, I read in an interview. But, but, but I, I, I don't think a lot of uh, quote unquote conspiracy theorists actually buy into this one because you can also logic your way through it. Like this one isn't really like think about how much jet fuel costs and we'll, we'll get into why it might not. But you think about all the different. Uh, Do you think how, the fucking NWO cares what jet fuel costs? They own the fucking fuel company. Right, but exactly. how many uh, how many different <laughs> presidents we've been through from both sides of the aisle? Oh, I'm sorry. Same, talking though. head. They're all the talking head. How many hundreds of thousands of people would have to be involved between pilots and people working on the fucking airplane? Mind control, mind control and killing them. They're dr- they're dropping the shit right out of the plane. You so ever see going. the trail of bodies behind Hillary? Guys? God damn it. All, all, everything you guys just said, you got to check a lot of boxes to be a buyer into this one, right? Yeah. That's my well, point. I'm with you. That's, that's my point. Yeah, you can believe in aliens. You can believe in the government being after us. I mean, I think the government's after us for a lot of different reasons. You can be behind all that, but you got to check a few more boxes to be in on this one. The government's after me, but it's just for my sweet, sweet ass. <laughs> and those four warrants the, for your arrest. A fact. It's a fact. Those warrants for being too sexy in Nevada, too sexy in California. You're allowed to be too sexy, just not at a <laughs> not at a playground. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, we're going to break. We'll be right back after we're done beating the shit out of John Goforth. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we wanted to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit Rosetta Stone 
dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, we have thoroughly kicked the shit out of John Goforth enough here, so... uh I think we're ready to come back. But it was okay. John? I, I enjoyed the exit music. Have you have you learned your lesson? I don't learn lessons. Ask my <laughs> wife. <laughs> All right. So, chemtrails, theories. Are you guys ready for the theories? I'm waving my hands in the air like I just don't care. No, I'm waving my hands in the air like fucking our listeners, like our listeners can fucking see what's going on. So, there's three main theories to this. Weather manipulation for defense, weather manipulation for the environment, or harmful substances. I think there's three that we could like categorize. There, there's plenty of others. Yeah. But that kind of, yeah. I think I would say whether for manipulation for defense and or offense. But yeah, we can, you know, I'd say those are the three main ones. Weather defense for the military. The best offense is a good defense, Brent. They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. That's how dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Thank you, Tony Stark. Yes, yeah, we little drop in there. So weather manipulation for defense. People believe that the government could be experimenting with weather manipulation for defense purposes or, as I said, offensive purposes. This actually isn't as much of a stretch as it may seem. As long ago as 1950s, the British were able to successfully seed clouds with salt dry ice and silver iodide to make rain. I actually mentioned cloud seeding earlier in this episode. Uh, it's not. Wait, you guys there. don't have a PDF of all show notes online along? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> if you're reading along at home. If you're a Hysteria uh, 51 completist and you're already reading the show notes. <laughs> <for this. laughs> You'll find them in our box set when we make that in 
2025. And why after... aren't you subscribed to Patreon yet? <laughs> that is true. Or maybe you already are because you're listening to this. Uh, Good for you. In posterity. Mm. So it seemed that weather manipulation then is a very possible and effective military defense tactic, meaning, uh oh, they're lining up. Better see the clouds that rains on them and morale goes down. Well, you know, the, <laughs> when the British did it, they did it to themselves. It, it's literally yeah. like, hey, I built a gun. I shot myself in the face. The cloud seeding experiments were far more effective than they planned. Uh, on August 15th, 1952, they resulted in deadly flash floods in Lynmouth, uh, a village in uh, Devon, England. And after dozens of people died in the floods, it was called Operation Cumulus. Uh, it was actually, <laughs> you don't say it sounds so fluffy and nice. Operation Cumulus was put on hold. British Ministry of Defense actually denied ever being involved in the damn thing until 2001 when documents uh, saying they were involved were exposed. You got to admit, you got to think there's like some command center and they've got a big screen or at that time, a big CRT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're showing like, Flooding and shit, and everyone simultaneously turns to the left, looks at some guy named Nigel, and he's just like, guys, <laughs> again, to, to my earlier point, here, here's a perfect example to where you say that it's such a leap of faith that how can you possibly actually believe in this control theory? Here we are, because this, this is a fact. And then, and then here's an example. Yeah. Well, in 1952. And so you might say, you know, for and that for was whatever. 52. Yeah. That was upwards of 12 years ago. Plus. Well, but, but, but that's the thing. The point that they were able to do this, <laughs> they were able to do this in the fifties. They had the technology. So where are we now? Exactly. We have the technology. We can rebuild them. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, the, but the whole time the British government's like, no, baby, no, that's not our bag. <laughs> that is your bag, show, baby. John. Yeah. Exactly. That is your bag. That you're, I, I see what you're saying. I do. I do. I'm talking, I, when I was defaming this, this this conspiracy theory. I, I was specifically talking about. Uh, I was specifically talking about the logistics. No, I, I keep making fun of this, but I think like you're like, well, this is such a far fetched one. I can see how people get on board with this fucking conspiracy yeah. because fuck the fuck the police, but insert government, and that's like I think I think a lot of people don't say fuck the police. They say fuck the fucking establishment. Uh, yeah. yeah. Conspiracy theorists believe it might have connections to HARP, the high-frequency active auroral research program, which studies atmosphere to advance communication and navigation systems. We need a little bit more depth on HARP, I think. Conspiracy bot, why don't you go ahead and talk to your friend, the ENIAC, over there at the Department of Defense and give us a little bit more. The high-frequency active auroral research program HARP was an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, the University of Alaska, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency DARPA, designed and built by BAE Advanced Technologies. Its purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. The HARP program operated a major subarctic facility, named the HARP Research Station, on an Air Force-owned site near Gakona, Alaska. HARP is a target of conspiracy theorists, who claim that it was capable of weaponizing weather by zapping the upper atmosphere with a focused and steerable electromagnetic beam creating an ionospheric heater. Commentators and scientists say that advocates of this theory are uninformed, as claims made forward fall well outside the abilities of the facility, if not the scope of natural science. Yeah, that sounds like the weather dominator! 
you know, like, come on, man, it's evil. Like, I actually went into this episode not believing, and I'm turning my own opinion a little bit. Just, the Weathernator! Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's fucking... I'm going to keep pushing Weathernator as the... It's Weather Dominator? Um, no, I think you're wrong. That's Guys, it. I've literally only read the show notes and maybe, like, a half a sentence of Wikipedia last night when <laughs> I was already drunk. And, quite frankly, I'm actually joining... The chemtrail, whatever. If there's some you're, kind you're of a chemtrail group, truther yeah. now. A lot yeah. of people are downtown right now protesting <laughs> Trump. Fantastic. I'm going to start protests for chemtrails. It's my new thing. It's my new hobby. <laughs> Everyone needs one. So people are thinking they're using that for defense or offense. There's also the people that are weather manipulation for the environment. People theorize that chemtrails are well-intentioned attempts by the government to combat global warming. So these are the conspiracy theorists that are like, ah, they're not that bad. They're trying to help. Yeah, like, so they they say that it's well-intentioned, helping with the depletion of the ozone layer by spraying particles to reflect the sun's radiation. But the thing is, if you spray something in the air that's reflecting the sun, it also is catching the sunlight that bounces off the earth and sending it back down, which causes greenhouse effects when we were talking you don't know that well we were talking about this recently when we were talking about mars on another episode and one of the ways they said like the quickest way to terraform mars would be to nuke the shit out of the poles because it would it would like flash bang all that fucking carbon dioxide no that's send it that's not his theory that's a theory that's been around for i know you're going to say elon musk that theory's been around for decades he's just a proponent of it is that what you're going to say? I will never know because I didn't get to say it. I know because I'm fucking talking. No. <laughs> Have you mommy been on this and, show before? Mommy and daddy are fighting. No. So they they throw all that shit in the atmosphere. It clogs out. It, 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 it creates greenhouse effect. Oh, fun. I'll be the mommy. And it causes the the atmosphere to develop. Yeah. Like it's not a uh, it's it's not a new thought, but I can't see how dumping reflective chemicals into the atmosphere to reflect the sun wouldn't also have the same effect of creating its own greenhouse effect. Well, there's also people that don't, they don't necessarily believe the reflective material is being cast out. They think they're using other chemicals to fight global warming. Okay. Straight up, just straight up chemicals. But either way, they believe that the goal of weather manipulation, the goal of the chemtrails is positive in nature However, negative in yeah. So non conspiracy theorists are saying, "Oh well, you, environmentalists are blaming controls for polluting the skies when actually it's something good." I mean, it's an easy sell to a lot of people. They're they're like, "Well, yeah, sure, I would love for the government to use its resources to combat global warming, and if they can do it, cool." And clearly, because they're the government, there's going to be some kind of nefarious, you know, yeah, uh, uses for it. But hey, it's, but actually, okay, that it's actually, plausible. it it is really plausible because only the government would come up with a billion dollar plan to combat global warming that they themselves are exacerbating (laughs) on a, uh, instead of cutting down on our own contributions, nasty chemicals in the atmosphere that actually make global warming worse. Uh, John, I think you mentioned at the front end of the show that I'm a liberal, which I, maybe I, maybe I'm not, but clearly if you're a liberal, the best way to solve a problem is just throw a shit ton of money at it. You'll fix it. You know, it's like spaghetti. Throw the wall and see what sticks. Bureaucracy. Rather than reduce what we're currently doing, let's do more and spend more to counteract it. Absolutely. Nothing called creating jobs. Nothing big government can't fix. You know, Let's, let's let's create a new agency to oversee this agency so that the other agencies can be overseen. 
Sounds like a plan. Harmful substances, which is where we were going with that. One of the more extreme theories say that the government is intentionally spraying people with harmful substances in order to experiment with the effects or even, quote unquote, weed out the sick and elderly, which I say, nay, just chop them up and feed them to the poor. But no. However, my we friends, soylent green as people. <laughs> oh, we do, yeah. However, many reputable scientists dismiss these theories on the grounds that such experiments would be of no real use. That is, obviously, they didn't go to evil science yeah, school. Right? Come That's on, guys. come on. The chemtrails would be released so high in the atmosphere that unpredictable winds would move them around significantly, making such experiments worthless and unreliable. I love the people that buy into these ones. These are my favorite people on the internet. But others speculate that the government Others speculate that the government is dumping barium salt aerosol on the land in order to assist in radar mapping for defense purposes. The people that literally I made this joke earlier, people are like, I know they're dumping things for mind control. I know they're dumping things that are making people gay. MK Ultra. Have you guys done a show on MK Not Ultra yet, but it's on the okay. list. But it's coming up. Mind I, control, baby. I don't... Uh, one of those people was the late, the great Prince. Mm. Prin- prince? Which Prince? Prince of what? If if you don't know who I'm talking about. Oh, oh you mean the Prince of oh, Minnesota. The, uh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> the only Prince of Matt. One of the coolest stories about Prince. Now, this is a real story. So, <laughs> Wait, are there a lot of bullshit stories about Prince that I, like the time he used your bathroom, John? <laughs> yeah, that right. was a real story too. Oh, pussy control. Yeah. Oh, good lord. I love Prince. Anyway, uh, yeah. What one time uh, someone went up to Eric Clapton and said, "What does it feel like to be the greatest guitarist on this earth?" Yeah. And his response was, "I don't know. Ask Prince." <laughs> He was a, he was a, a, um, polymath as it comes to music. And, and yes, very much. And his guitar skills were overlooked by a lot of people. Oh, yeah, completely. Um, you put anything in front of him, he could play it. Anything. uh, Musical prowess aside, he was also a big believer in chemtrails. He actually talked about it briefly on an interview he did in 2009. Yeah, conspiracy about that. We got a little clip of that. When I was a kid, I used to see these trails in the sky all the time. And, so oh, that's cool. A jet just went over. And then you started to see a whole bunch of them. And the next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing, and you didn't know why. Okay? And and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. Uh, he goes on to say that uh, that he actually wrote the song Dreamer uh, in reference to chemtrails. Conspiracy about, did you get any of that? That guy was into everything, though. He got real kooky. If you want to, if you want a, a good outside interpretation of what was going on in Prince's head in the last few years, watch Kevin Smith talking about doing the documentary for him and how fucking neurotic uh, Prince was. Oh, and how I saw that. He's got, was that. Was that on a night with Kevin Smith? Yeah, or, one of those. It was yeah. an interview, and he was talking about how like he had his whole house wired for sound and 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 just. The cat was out there. He was out there, but he, but he believed made good fucking music. I was gonna say. I mean, at the end of the day, not to be go too deep into the sure fucking he, talk, but like he's like he's this genius, and also like 
a lot of art comes from all this pain and whatever, and he just drives himself nuts eventually because he's such a control freak about stuff. That well, it's like, he, what if Jeffrey Dahmer was an amazing well, musician? no, but I mean, you know, just that the, I understand, yeah, the psyche. Yeah, like, no, I'm yeah. with you. And I'm, he's from Minnesota. Mm. Well, but that's why he's good folks at the end of the day. Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> oh, don't you know? Those are your three. The, the, the military is using it, whether manipulation or making your kids gay. We're hurting people. <laughs> we're fixing the environment. We're changing people. Or we're defending the country. Yeah. Again, easy on-ramp for anyone who might be prone to getting into a conspiracy theory. Here's a lot of options. Choose one. But so, Brent, I understand that there are other yeah so here, here's there. here's like some some fast-paced some some other theories sterilization for genocide on population control if you don't know what that means look up the georgia guidestones that'll that'll rock your aunt connie socks sterilization for genocide or population control meaning we're sterilizing men and women out there so they can't reproduce already done it already documented really I, what do you mean uh, I, so I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm going to be incorrect. So I'm not going to state the p- specific thing, but the, I believe Welcome to the show. The twenties or thirties. Well, there's like a, a, a generally known name for it of that the government was sterilizing people. Again, just taking a random population of folks and testing on them in some way. And they have done sterilization. Like, like when they were Before fucking sterilization has been a thing. I think of when they were fucking spraying deet and the, the yeah. videos when the children are like playing in the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's like the firefighters fucking opening the hoses, you know, to run them out. No, it's fucking the deet sprayers and they're all fucking playing fucking jumping jacks. And shit. Yeah. Like the government doesn't always have your back. You no. Know? What's this do? I don't know. Grab us a sample. <laughs> like, and I don't mean a sample. And drink it. I mean a sample populace. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out what it does. What are some of the other theories, Brett? So administration of drugs for mind control or pacification, uh, meaning, okay, like, Think of they live like the obey. I often do (laughs) as well. You should instead of it it being pumped into your your daily life, it's pumped into the air and you breathe in. You go, I want to watch Alex Jones. Oh, I'm going to watch Rachel Maddow. What's CNBC doing right now? Oh, my God. I'm going to go take a nap. And like mama don't like tattletales. Damn right. They're not happy when it's coming out. I love the idea that you're going to sniff something and say, what's on CNBC right now? (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) That's the... uh, that's the what was the what was the drug in uh what was the drug in hot tub time machine to al michael's revenge oh, yeah. <laughs> oh what do you think's on cnbc it was a hot tub time machine too oh yeah and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes <laughs> suppression of human evolution i knew i'd have gills by now if it wasn't for those damn chemtrails that's another one Oh, or or I'd be flying, or I'd have an adamantium skeleton. If it wasn't for the chemtrails. That's right. right. To mask, this is my one of my favorites, and an upcoming episode, to mask the appearance of Planet X, also known as Nibiru, which I guess would be Plan 9 now, because Pluto's no longer a planet. Nibiru is the sometimes planet in our solar system that brings forth different people think the reptilians, the Anunnaki, our destruction. Was that where the Scientology, don't they have a planet that they... Oh, no, that was Heaven's Gate. Oh, no, they were going to... No, I'm sorry. Heaven's Gate was going to their an alien... No, they were going to the alien... Yeah, Hellbop comet. Well, it was a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it? That's what they thought. They were going to a spaceship. To give Monsanto a global monopoly on genetically modified food by poisoning the environment so nothing but their seeds will grow. No, it's one thing to sing. 
it's one thing to think that Monsanto is doing some bad things to the environment and maybe paying off some lobbyists to allow them to do so. It's a whole very casual point about what Monsanto's up to. It's a whole nother thing to think that Monsanto controls the entire world and, and in in fact is, is doing chemtrails all on their own to, to no Monsanto doesn't industrial complex, man. It's real. That's, that's where I was going. Him and I are in tune. Like yeah. you want a job? Look, I'm I, I am very much and again every week I try to give this job up and every week I still have to come back. <laughs> but my politics are very far to the left, and I consider my like I'm probably like just generally like a pretty milk toast socialist. So I'm pretty <laughs> pretty much a fan if there's such a thing. But like, I, so I'm generally a fan of. Are like, there any the that aren't? If the government has. D- decent intentions of like, oh, we should provide healthcare or like education system. Like, fair enough. But by the same token, I also realize the immense power that the government has, and it isn't too far fetched that they could be doing a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Quite frankly, and this is talk about a hot take, but we're too. Uh, um, you do work in sports sports radio. Well, Give us a hot take. Just, yeah, right. We're just we're too preoccupied with a lot of the just mundane things of everyday life, watching fucking. X Factor or whatever else that the government could be doing a lot of insane shit that we're not really privy to. And we wouldn't even, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't say that this is a, I don't believe in this, but I think that this is very, don't uh, look behind the curtain. Very plausible. You say you're a socialist though. It's funny when, when people always refer to people on the left, I'm, I'm more of a centrist, but people on the left as socialists. And yet they don't realize that the very government they believe in or, and are rooting for there's socialism in there. We're all socialists. The moment we give one penny and it goes to somebody else. Taxation is theft. Taxation is theft. Taxation is theft. The the moment you give any money and it goes to somebody else, that by definition is socialism. I'm not, yeah, but I don't judge the call. I wouldn't refer to it as a, no, that is just a dictionary fact. But I would refer to this as like one might say like a union of socialists in a socialist republic, republic? which we are. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Uh, as but that's, much. that's the thing too, is I think like socialism as With a, a backwards political science <laughs> term, like obviously, look, I'm not advocating for like some kind of like command economy or like communism or something like that. But obviously you look at uh, Northern Europe and again, you know, this is getting way off the fucking deep end with it. But point is, the government can be good in a lot of ways, and I think that I would support the government getting into things that benefit the public good by the same token. Including chemtrails? With, with that kind of power, they would also be able to do this crazy shit. Like chemtrails. Chemtrails made my gall gay! Yeah. Like, I, I just want to get, if we can get a guest on that is uh, knee-deep in some of these, uh, this would have been one I wish we so would have got. So Listeners get, call it. As yeah. I was, as I was kind of thinking about this, preparing for this, you, you actually, you reach out to me, what, you know, four to six weeks ago, something like that. And I, there's a buddy of mine that I used to work with. So I used to be a, um, when I was an undergrad, I worked as a special education paraprofessional, like a substitute. And there was a fellow I worked with who's like, I, I used him as a job reference a few days. He's a great guy, great family, super smart. He's a musician, actually. Wonderful guy. He is a hundred percent all in chemtrail guy. Like he will, he'll post about like, oh, check out this sweet bass solo from this King Crimson song. And the next post on Facebook is like, listen, chemtrails are fucking real. Here's a story about it, <laughs> you know? And like, I've tried to approach him because like, we're buddies and I, and, and you know, he, we, he knows my politics pretty well. I'm like, listen, dude, Jeff, th- come on, man. Like, th- you know, it's fun. It's fun. Like here we are talking podcasts. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's amusing. But he's like, 
He's a totally down to earth. It's not amusing when you realize you're dying, man. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, Brent, didn't you say you talked to a pilot buddy of yours? So we talked to a pilot. And so my buddy flies jets for a living. He fly, he, uh, private jets. So he's not, he doesn't work for an airline per se, but he's flying on the man, rich people around. And he was, he, he talks about that as just like, it's a joke to them, you know, because they see themselves making the, the quote unquote chemtrails that depending on altitudes, you know, how long they last and things like that. But when people are gullible, he's like, I just start making up stories. <laughs> and I'm like, you, and he actually told us, I'm like, you're literally probably telling those people that are gullible and, and they're making totally it worse. Put it on the internet. Those guys are going back and like, listen, uh, so I, I talked to a fucking pilot. <laughs> no, dude, this guy, he told me he was in the room with, uh, you know, all the, with the president and shit. Obama. Yeah. 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 And, which again, it's very easy for people to believe that Obama was up to some nefarious shit because people already wanted to believe it. So. Well, that, and he's a, uh, foreign born Muslim evil, uh, bastard who, uh, I mean, he's no name Hussein. How yeah. Can, like you can't, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nairobi <laughs> has to deal with him now, eh, boys? Yeah, he's going back home. Yeah. Going back. <laughs> Good God. Man. Oh, my God. So, uh, we've talked about this. I they- saw, I saw, I'm sorry, I, I gotta say this. I saw uh, somebody took the last, I don't know, 60 seconds of the last episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. When he's, yeah, he's walking around the empty, he's house. walking around the empty yeah. house, and, yeah. and, like, and they put on Obama's face. Mm-hmm. And then, if you remember, at the very end of that episode, uh, he walks out, turns the lights off, and Carlton runs down the stairs with his pants down because yep. he had been taking a shit upstairs. And they put Biden's face on yep. it. It was awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> so, real quick, we're getting to a little bit of the uh, the things that people say are in the chemtrails. So, Clifford Carnicom, that's a fun word, claims he he runs the website Chemtrail. He's an expert in chemtrails, quote unquote. They contain barium, calcium, magnesium, titanium, metallic salts, and microscopic fibers. Uh, there's another site that claims they are composed of an oil-based substance of unknown content and unknown biological content from Earth? Question mark. I, I, I actually believe that one a little bit more because there have been so many times living here in Chicago that – my car, it comes like, out of my car. Do you smell there, an unknown biological con? con? No, there's this weird that film? oily film yes. on my car. Like, yes. Where the fuck did that come from? A lot of times that's because whatever plant decided to burn whatever and the, it's in the air, but yeah. It's also yeah. the, it, what it really is, I think, is the L. Yeah. You drive under the L and it's got all that grease on the tracks. That, well, people say from the unexplained headache to album, car right? windshield spot. People say that it's it's all dropping out of planes, you know, from thousands of feet, and those winds don't matter. It's coming down on you. Um, it's also known that barium, supposedly concluded in chemtrails, has the ability to prevent the activation of certain T cells in vitro. Uh, although this process is reversible, is this it's Resident not, Evil? Although the this process, although this process is reversible, it's not proven in to affect. You know, well, proven effect of barium that you drink before you do like a, a barium milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Like that thing that tingles when you, and, and it shows up on x-ray. That's a five hour yeah. energy. Yeah. So those are the things. What do you guys think? John, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, it's funny. You talk about mass transportation, dropping things on you. All I can think of is if you were on the Chicago river, like I was it 15 years ago and you had some stuff dropped on you. Oh yeah. Dave Matthews bands tour bus <laughs> dropped their toilet. On top of the Chicago River, no. like there's a bunch of people I'll rowing along. Got- <laughs> exactly. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Guys, Dave and Tim, 
coming to Dave and Tim coming to yeah two nights mm-hmm. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll I'm there uh, Northern Island yeah I, no, I I think this one's complete and utter horseshit I don't think the government ever had uh, large tanks of various chemicals inside planes uh, con- trying to control people or weather or anything else. I think this is one of those um, – let me go back to the – whenever I research one of these shows uh, and, and something I've never never read about, don't know much about, I always go, go to the quality of the conspiracy theory websites. I go to the quality of the of the quotes of the people that are – of the YouTube videos and, and like the amount of people that are, are talking about it or not talking about it. And while I realize that is not a good gauge for whether it's true or not, I have to point out on this one, there's literally like two ladies on the internet that comprise like 85 to 90% of all the videos. And, and, and they keep referencing about chemtrails, not like what you're into. (laughs) No, 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 not what I'm into. (laughs) Uh, Not only that. Every time they're in, they were in front of Congress. They're in front of the UN. They it's always the old bring up, lady and the middle-aged blonde lady. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they always bring up photos. I took this photo this oh, morning. And that ex, there's three ladies. The ex U.S. Air Force Megan, whatever. Her oh name yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're three, well, and they are ladies. They're always referencing. I, I took this photo this morning. Um, and it, 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 it obviously. I don't think they have southern accents, but they yeah, do well, now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm trying to paint him to be dumb, and I'm a yeah. Big that's what I was getting at. Like southern accent. Yeah, like what? And, and it obviously shows uh, chemtrails, and they 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 don't have any other like. It's not like this scientist in most in of them are Libya very well spoken. They're talking in front of Congress, yeah, and they right. sound nothing like that. But yes, I'm with you. They Keep have going. Stanford degrees. But yes. <laughs> they do not have Stanford degrees, but the point being, no, Stanford, they could no, only get into Stanford uh, community, college. community college. <laughs> it's an online community college. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the point of all of that is that they literally have to use their own photos for, uh, evidence. Every photo is someone's own photo, John. <laughs> like you're not, you're not swaying me by making them sound like they're from the South. I think a lot of smart people come from the South, John, and I don't, I don't, loop people in due to race color or cree like maybe you do you're a populist so, you're, you're acting like you love everybody no i hate everyone equally mark <laughs> we got john's bullshit theory what's yours yeah i mean look I, at the end of the day clearly I there <laughs> i i agree i think it's total horseshit but by the same token again the, a word that i've used now for the 10th time it's plausible there's a lot of easy on ramps for i think you know, I think the government wants to control the weather. Okay, that seems normal. Uh, of course they're controlling the weather. Or I think that the government would like to exterminate population X. They've done some crazy shit in the past. They would probably want to do it again, you know? And, and additionally, and don't mean to get political, but additionally, you think about the kind of divisiveness, uh, present in the American political discourse. Yeah. Especially a, a, on a day like today. Exactly. Or a, a time like that now. Gets yeah. into power that might want to, uh, limit the effectiveness of their enemies, you know? So look, obviously, which hopefully is everyone who gets into power, but, but well, it's but one, in like a very nefarious, exactly. like violent kind of way. So exactly. yeah, bullshit, but the idea behind it and the, the premise is plausible. I am a hundred percent with you. I, I feel like I went into this. I actually modified my thoughts in the beginning. I went into this and I was like, this is utter horseshit. It's so plausible, though, that I understand why people who maybe don't understand what's going on 
think the way they do. I, I saw an interview where they, 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 they had 77 scientists in one of these things we, we went through earlier from environmentalists, ground soil people, people that, that test, um, I, I can't think of that, like geo, I could, I, I amateur entomologist. Yeah. Like, but not amateur, but yeah, like literally the government, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an amateur, whatever the government like paid them 70, 76 of them said, this is absolutely fake. The one was like, well, there have been areas where I found too much like aluminum and bromide and shit like that. No, that I, was, can't. Uh, I read the same thing. It was too much barium, barium. And they're like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe just someone was dumping fucking corporate waste there, but who knows? A lot more plausible to me. Uh, I, but, uh, but at the same time, we all know that the government is run by reptilians and we don't know what their fucking agenda is. Reptile wins. One way or another, they're going to. The important question here, conspiracy bot, what do you think? I don't have complete files on chemtrails, but if I were you, I wouldn't worry. I have been dumping chemicals in you fool's water for weeks and you seem fine. Wait a second. Wait, wait. I'm going to ignore the, the file thing and, and get back to what have you been putting in our drinks? Error, 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 error. I think he's offline. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know here. I'm, I'm noticing a trend when he yeah. skitzes out. That's our thoughts on chemtrails. What do you guys think? Let us know. Uh, you can find us on social media, Twitter at hysteria 51 pod. You can find us on facebook.com slash hysteria 51 pod. Let us know if you think we're wrong on chemtrails. Let us know other sites that we maybe missed that might persuade us. I, I'm, I could easily see myself doing a lot more digging into this and maybe being persuaded. John's a hard no. I think Mark send those in to with, the Brent hand. Yeah. Not uh, at the go for light one. No. Yeah. So let us know. And also if you want to let us know with your own voice, what you think you can call us at our phone number 773-669-7277 again the 773-669-7277 leave us a voicemail and if we like it maybe we'll play it on the show if you sound stupid we'll delete it that's no, or, or if you, if you sound, sound stupid if you, you sound really show. stupid yeah. we'll play it on, we'll the, show we'll play it on well. the show also one more thing don't the forget no win is a win. Ah! <laughs> Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash hysteria 51. That's where you can find rewards for making a pause for the cause. I like that, John. Thank I like you. That. Yeah, I wrote that. You can find stickers, t-shirts, choose show topics, even be a guest host because you didn't like Mark on our episode. Maybe that's it. Maybe you want to show him up. If Hey, oh, hell, okay. if you donate enough, we'll replace Mark on this episode mm-hmm. with you. We'll dub you in. And the first 10 people to do 10 or more dollars a month, you get a personalized mixtape. Mixtape from Conspiracy Bot. From Conspiracy Bot himself. Mm, there you go. Fucking A. Fucking always pushing shit onto me. So I've been Brent. I've been John. Hey, it's Mark. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. What I hate is looking up and seeing chemtrails in a clear blue sky today. What makes a man? Is it the woman in his arms? Just cause she has big titties? Or is it the way he fights every day? No, it's probably the titties. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. 
If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.